Ever dreamt of quitting your job, selling your possessions, and traveling the world? We did, and now we're making it a reality and a podcast. Welcome to Live Let Rome, a travel podcast. I'm Christy. And this is Eric. Join us on our travel adventures as we look to educate and inspire you to travel more and get the most out of each travel experience. Welcome to Catania Airport, where we have landed at 20 minutes past 4. Bienvenidos al aeroputo de Catania, donde hemos aterrizado a las 4 y 20, hora local. Welcome to episode 10 of Live Let Rome. On this episode, as well as in the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about our time in Italy. And more specifically, in this episode, we're going to talk about Catania, Sicily, where the food was our main driving force. Oh, mamma mia, can't I leave without that Sicilian food? So nice. So with your help, we've reached 500 listens, and we hope to get new listeners every week. Continue to share our podcast with your friends and anyone who might be interested. And recording on the road has been a challenge. We've had to manage some background noises. I'm looking at you, episode six, recorded in Catania. And some weird recording setups. And motivation when the nice weather comes. The whole point is to remember to have fun as well. So where are we? We're in Catania. Catania is in Sicily, which is the largest Mediterranean island just off the toe of Italy's boot. Catania is located on the eastern side of the island at the base of Mount Etna, a real active super large volcano. Catania has a population of 298,000, which is comparable to the U.S. city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now here's some quick facts. Catania is the second largest city in Sicily and is among the 10 largest cities in Italy. Catania has been buried in lava 17 times. Volcanic soil creates a very fertile land, especially for their citrus fruit. And I'm going to tell you, me and Eric had the best oranges and tangerines in our life there. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, honestly, <laughs> not to say no nothing offense, else. No offense, Florida. No offense, Greece. No know. offense. Nothing's been able to top that before and after so far. And also, Catania is known for its street food. So arancinis is one of those iconic Sicilian street foods. Arancinis are those stuffed rice balls coated in breadcrumbs and deep fried. And it's traditional here to shape them in a cone, which is meant to resemble Mount Etna. So where did we stay and for how long? We stayed for two weeks, our longest stay to date. Our apartment was located very close to Theater Bellini Opera House and about a seven minute walk to the main square. So how to get around. We mentioned walking. That is one of the best ways you can get around that immediate downtown old square area. The streets are a bit narrow and the roads are a little uneven and cobblestony. But also you want to stay walking because there's so many great places to eat that you might miss it if you weren't walking. The local bus is the main way to get around some of the surrounding areas. It's the best way to bypass some of the less admirable sections of the city. Also, the city has some great transport options. They have a main bus terminal right in the downtown and also a train terminal. And from these, you can set out to explore all of the side trips that you want, including visiting different parts of the island. 
And that's going to be on our next episode when we talk about those side trips. All right, before we jump into our standout moments, let's look at a few of our overall impressions of Catania. So Christy, what was your overall impression of Catania as a place to visit in Italy? I think Catania was great. I think that we talked about, me and you, about our expectations of Sicily and what they were. And I think this is an opportunity where it was different. Our expectations of Sicily was those classic countrysides. What we didn't expect was the grittiness of the city. and yeah, it's very urban. Yeah, so, you know, that's something that was a little bit different where we had one of those moments of, oh, oh, I really didn't think it would be like this. And the best way I can explain it is like 1980s New York City. So mm-hmm. it hasn't been polished over, hasn't been disnified, all that. You can see the bones, the history, but there's some public works or some opportunities in regards to public sanitation and just kind of coming together to appreciate a gorgeous city it just needs a little bit polishing up yeah it was a little disorganized disarrayed a little bit it was funny right before we were leaving if you recall they were getting ready for easter in a parade and they were kind of washing up the city a little bit but it needed a good little uh washdown would be yeah, a good example. it got cleaner at the end and that was because we were visiting <laughs> near easter but i was saying like it could have did a little bit of polishing in the beginning So what was one funny, interesting, weird moment from your experience with Catania? I was thinking about it, and you need to just be with me in the moment. So we decided when we wanted to take a little trip in terms of walking, this is where we say the local bus is better for walking around. We decided to walk to the port. I used my Google Maps. I said, oh, look, there's a beach there. Even though it wasn't swimming, let's see if we can just see what's by the water. Typically, waters by ferry ports are usually not the best, so I didn't have a whole lot of expectation. What was the most interesting was the walk to get there. The cars are like zooming, and people are going from point A to B, and there is no alphabet in between that you can get in between. So (laughs) that's something that was really funny and comical and a little bit of like adrenaline inducing. And then on the way back, we got to the beach. The beach was... Eh, what we expected. Opportunities with some sanitation, but it was still nice. Then we decided to come home through the town, which was, you know, a miscommunication probably on my part. We're taking which way to go. And we were a little nervous because that walkway coming there was a little heart pounding with all the cars. We decided to go through the city. Well, probably not the best choice. It wasn't that we were in any danger or any anything like that. It was just a little bit more to be desired from a couple stray dogs that were a little antsy and a little too hungry to just a random young couple trying to call us over. And literally, I'm just like on a mission. I got my New York walk, my New York stank face, and we are going and there's no stopping on this train. And that what I would say would be funny, interesting, weird moment because I was like, New York mode where you shut down and people say, don't F with her. Yeah. So if you go to Catania, moral of the story is leave the beach, take the cannoli. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is no beach in Catania. Let's just say that. Don't go to the beach in Catania. Don't go to the beach. Don't go. If you want to go somewhere (laughs) farther out from that main square, just take a bus. That's how everybody gets around anyway. There's just really not a whole lot of side streets and sidewalks to walk to anyway. 
And even if yeah. you're coming from Catania from the port on a cruise ship, we can see it's a rough go to see anything from a Catanian cruise port. And you would need to taxi or bus somewhere to see something that's worth seeing. Yeah, so basically everything away from the beach into the main square. Very interesting. Had a lot of character, but stay away from the beach. Yes. Now is the time to talk about our standout moments. We're going to kick it off with Eric. What's your standout moment? Well, we mentioned the food of Sicily, and it is arguably some of the best food I've ever had. Italy in general, but specifically in Sicily, the food was amazing. And Eating uh, is our standout moments, and we don't <laughs> regret a bite. And it was like, it's the entertainment. It is what you do in Italy. It really takes, like, it's a three-hour experience. We actually went out to restaurants. We ate the street food, the arancinis like we talked about. The bread is absolutely amazing. For 30 cents, you get this crusty, nutty, chewy kind of ciabatta bread like you get at the Il Forno. We went to the restaurants, but we also cooked. We also ate the street food. It was really a mixture of different All right, Eric, give me the favorite meals or top three. Yeah, so first we have to mention la pentolaccia, which means piñata in Italian. And we actually ended up going there three times, oh, a little trattoria. Amazing. And it was just so good. It was so simple. You sit down, they just start bringing antipastas out and the little house wine and... The antipastas were so cool, too. It was poached vegetables, and then you had the olives, and you had some these marinated carrots and this omelet on this plate. Yeah, it was, like, it was just um, a mixture of just so, so good, though. Typically, when you get an antipasta like in the States, just some deli meats and some cheeses and some other things. What was great about some of these antipastas was it wasn't one note. You did get an option of a couple cheeses and olives, but it was just felt more complete and well thought out. I really like that aspect. Yeah, and they had these sun-dried tomatoes that were amazing and on this bread, which was so good. So La Pentecolaccia near Theater Bellini was a place we went three times. And I'd go back. If I went to Catania, I'd be at first on my list. At this restaurant, so they have the antipastas, but then they bring the pastas. And they had the dish Pasta alla Norma, which is famous for Sicily. All vegetarian, right? So it was all vegetables cooked in a broth with this pasta and the salty cheese, ricotta salata. It was so good. Like the flavor was just it was the hard best to describe pasta how amazing I've it was. ever had, like ever. Then it's the one that I ordered nonstop. Flavors are so well developed. And the cost, you'd think, wow, is it expensive? No, it was, I think, around $23 for two of us to eat. That's pasta, that's wine, that's antipasta, that's dessert, that's. Oh, the grappa. They brought the grappa at the end. I think I forgot my hat a couple times we left, and I had to go back this to the restaurant. This is not the only city you forgot your hat in, but that's another story. What we liked about this restaurant was you can order by course. So rather than have a set course, you can order what antipasta you want, what pasta, if you want a meat course. So you can mix and match, and it may be very doable because oh, the full meal deal is way too much food for me. But yeah. Yeah. So Giuseppe, if you're listening, nice to meet you and we'll send you an email. Hope you'll check out our episode here. So great, great restaurant. Okay. Other standout moments are we going to talk about? I mean, they're mostly food for me too. So next, I'm a pizza fanatic. Everyone who knows me knows that I love to cook pizza. I love to eat pizza. Everything about pizza. We did randomly run into this pizza restaurant, El Vicolo, 
which was also a steak restaurant, steak and pizza. We went for the pizza, buffalo mozzarella, just a simple margarita with the, no, it had the prosciutto on it. That's right. Yes. Amazing. Like one of the best pizzas I've ever had. And that's saying a lot living in New York for 12 years and you being in New York. Oh, it was the only thing that I can say, oh my God, this is, I would say better, but like I have a familiarity and a comfort of New York pizza, but it was like, oh, now game on. And this is the same prosciutto pizza that if you read the cat blog it's the prosciutto on this pizza that i fed to the sicilian cat i didn't really want you to feed that prosciutto i know they needed it more than us (laughs) they were a little skinny and uh, we went back they had a carryout window too the last two nights we went and got a carryout and sat on the steps and ate the pizza so the fantastic food and i think it all really comes down to the ingredients they're working with such great ingredients to begin with and you made a good dinner because we did cook at home so yes, we talked yeah. about in the budget episode ways to save money and making sure you're using local ingredients and this is the perfect example on where we did that yeah and so they had a grocery store called the penny we went there several times they actually had 30 types of fresh pastas that you could buy you go you get your grated cheese one or two euros You get the really good Italian tomatoes. The Muti is the brand I like, but they had all different types that we tried. And they had the pancetta already pre-cubed. So it's so easy to just get these ingredients, bring them home, boil water, heat up a skillet, and literally in 15 to 20 minutes, you have a pasta meal. That's absolutely delicious. And you've cooked it yourself, and it doesn't taste maybe as great as some of the restaurants. It was pretty damn good. It was pretty, pretty, pretty good. And then... And then you have the wine, the wine factor. And so I don't know much about Southern Italian wines, but I do now. Absolutely ridiculous. These are real bottles of wine. They're the DOC, have the the stamp of Italy. They're from Puglia, from Sardinia, and then also from Sicily. The amazing thing were they tasted just so good, but they were like two euros, 50 cents for a bottle. So like indulged every night i was like ah, i gotta get another bottle of wine yeah you know? instead of water it was very much wine that was happening every day i'm mean, sure you didn't brush your teeth with it no no i don't think so it was mouthwash I think. <laughs> <laughs> but for a few dollars few euros whatever you can have a delicious pasta and then they have the olive oil and the vinegars and the salads and you can make a salad a pasta and a wine for under ten dollars and it's delicious So I have a food standout moment, so I'm going to jump in on this. I know we talked about in the opener what is Sicily known for, and those are kind of one of my standout is the arancinis. And the arancinis, typically when you have them, it's usually like a ground beef and peas kind of filling. What I loved is they had a pistachio one, which was ham and cheese and pistachio, and it was to die for. Oh, my God, I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. And, the arancinis, and they fill you, right? You get one of these arancinis. These are like the size of a small softball, right? Yeah, they, like this is not you know, a little, like, two-bite dumpling. <laughs> this is a softball that is bigger than your hand, and you're eating this, so it's its own little meal. And it sustained me many a days in Catania. Yeah, we, I think we had for lunch. Arancini is so simple. I mean, you know, like uh, the caloric intake was, was taken hold in Catania. So the food really was great. The other side note I would say is pistachios or pistacchio, whatever you want to yeah, say pistacchio. it like. pistacchio. Sicily is known for its pistachio. In terms of a pistachio arancini, that's something that's very common. But this pistachio, everything you have, pistachio cookies, 
pistachio mm. pastas, pistachio raviolis, cannolis. raviolis, cannolis, all those things, pistachio granitas. Everything is flavored in pistachio. It's the nut of the island, and I love it. Visit yeah. there if you love pistachios. Too and the well. other last thing we'll leave it with on the food is some of the sweets, right? We had the cannolis with the ricotta and the, and the pistachios, like Christy was saying. But we also had some unique gelatos. I had a cinnamon gelato that was just really interesting and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just different. Never had a cinnamon gelato. And then you were in love with the granitas, the lemon granitas. Sometimes I don't want so much dairy in my life. We do the granita and it's mostly a sugar and juice. You do nice strawberry granitas were in season. They were delicious. But we tried, I had an almond granita too that I really liked. I can't remember where it had. That was in Catania. Yeah. The yeah. almond one. Yeah. So I think almonds and pistachios are really well known there, but it was delicious and it reminded me of, I would say like an amaretto, but without the alcohol yeah. kind of taste. So you're going to gain weight if you visit Sicily, <laughs> Catania. I tell you, that's why we walk so much. I think it was trying to burn off the calories. One last delicious. food thing. I know we talked about the oranges. This is what we're talking about again. This will be the best orange that you've ever had in your best life. Best ever. Super sweet, super flavorful, super juicy, sweeter than the best orange that you recall having. And the mandarin, we had, I think, some tangerines and even some mandarin oranges. And they were absolutely delicious. Yeah, I could eat one right now. I miss them to this day right (laughs) now. (laughs) And one of our last standout moments that was not food, it's amazing, would be our opera concert. Eric, talk a little bit about the opera concert since you got the ticket. Right near our apartment, just a few minutes away, is the Theater Bellini, which is the neighborhood around the theater, the opera house. It's a 140-year-old structure. It's just dripping with character. You walk by it, and you just kind of, wow, that, what is that? That has to be something. Let's check that out. I didn't know if it was a museum or what. Turns out it's an opera house, and it turns out they had a concert in a few days. I was actually walking around just in the morning doing a sightseeing, and there was a bunch of people outside wondering, hmm, maybe there's something going on. I didn't know. I went, there was a, kind of a loose queue to buy tickets. I poked my head in and opened the door and the guy's like, what would you want? I was like, yeah, I'll buy a ticket. And I guess then the line queued after me. So I was the first one to get these tickets and they were only like 15 euros for a ticket. I was in the balcony. We went on a Friday night. We went to La Pentecolaccia for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Theater Bellini. It was for a concert. It was a choir concert. It wasn't an opera, it was, even though this is an opera house. But we'll play a few clips from this experience. Some of the best acoustics, I would say, I've ever experienced being, you know, at different opera houses. We were in Milan's Opera House, obviously mm-hmm. Detroit Opera House and other places around the world. The acoustics were perfect in this place yeah what i would liken to like we were in this place and it's a classic opera theater with the ornate ceilings and the gilding and all this fanciful and then the music starts and i all i can say is that i felt like i was in fantasia live kind of playing some of that music was just the acoustics itself it reverberated perfectly off the walls it was so round and full and there was a couple songs where they had sopranos and then they had the tenors and it was just a wonderful experience And it was the best of kind of song. So it wasn't like we were watching a play, which made it even more interesting to stay interested throughout the whole. What's interesting about it, too, is it doesn't I'm looking at the poster right now. It doesn't really say it just says 
choir concert, chorale, concerto sinfonico, sinfonico. If anyone hears from the clips and knows who wrote this music, let us know. I, I couldn't find out. I looked online. I looked at the poster. I have a picture of the poster. I'll post it. You know, but we don't know exactly who is the author of the music, things like that. But I think here... it's a range of music. That's why I say Fantasia, because there's a recognize, recognizable clips. It's just like the best of kind of pieces. Yeah. It was it was great, though. Here, take a listen. for our standout moments the other standout moments i would say for catania would be our day trips and that is going to be a whole other episode the one right after this now it's time for the q a with eric was there anything about catania that surprised you that you didn't expect two things i would say the scooters and the mm -hmm. sounds of catania very yep. loud city <laughs> it's very not bashful and neither are the scooters they're everywhere if a scooter could fit in a doorway or a hallway or inside a building, I saw scooters going through buildings at certain points. They're literally everywhere. And that surprised me. I've been to Italy several times, but not to that extent. And then the sounds. It's just a very loud. The people are very vocal and loud. It's a very loud city. They're not shy in the least bit. We established that. And the dogs at 9 p.m. bark. It, oh. On cue each time. That was the neighbors. The neighbors. <laughs> there were our 9 p.m. notifying clock. All right. So what did you like best about Catania? And what did you like the least? The best, we've talked a lot about the food. I think what I liked is how unassuming the food was and how practical and delicious it was. They don't puff it up to be something that's amazing. It's just very good. And it's everywhere. And it's the real entertainment there. I think that was the best part of Catania. Mm -hmm. I also think Catania is perfectly situated to see Sicily because you're near Mount Etna, you're near Tormino, you're near Syracuse, which our next episode is going to be about. The bus depot in Catania, very convenient way to see the rest of Sicily. And now for da 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 da, the worst. I would say, you know, just to reiterate the smells and the scooters, the garbage a little bit. It was didn't seem like they had much of a process to handle with the garbage. And sometimes we would have our garbage and you'd see these bags on the side of the street with like a government sticker on it. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. There wasn't any real obvious places to put the trash. It got picked up. Some organization around that would have really helped the city out. Next, I would say we talked about it, but the seaside or the beach, so-called mm -hmm. beach. I just see it as an opportunity for Catania. Right now, I wouldn't recommend going there at all. But 
it could be cleaned up. It could be developed a little bit better. And I think it would be a real attraction. Yeah, we talked about the public sanitation opportunities to get some structure around it and also the opportunities in terms of great bones. So they just have some opportunities to get their stuff together and show off what a great city they have. Absolutely. Would you plan to return? And if yes, what would you like to do or see? Well, I would return. Probably wouldn't stay for a long time in Catania. But like I said, it's a great jumping off point to Syracuse, Torino, and other cities across Sicily. So it'd be more of a transfer city. I've seen Catania now. We spend a lot of time there. But I probably wouldn't spend more than a day or two to basically transfer to some of the other nearby sites, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. I would definitely come back for all that food. I think about it with time behind me, and I still crave those foods. But let's go out to the smaller cities on the outside. Absolutely. How much time would you recommend for visiting? For the first time, I would say about three nights would be about perfect. You could probably see concert, theater Bellini, eat some great food. You could see most of the major sites in probably two days. And then you can move on to some other cities, I think, or towns across Sicily. Yeah, it's a great jumping off place to see whether you're going north to Tarmina, to Messina. There's some great history there. Or you're going south to Syracuse, and there you can catch even the ferries to go to Malta. So there's a lot of different opportunities to expand from there. As you said before, it's a great jumping off point. Wrapping it up, what have we learned today? When expectations don't meet reality, change your perspective and make the most of your surroundings. Catania is a food lover's destination definitely worth a visit. Try the pasta, arancini, everything pistachio, And don't forget about the amazing citrus. Use the local bus for getting around Catania. Save your long walking destinations for way outside the city. Step outside your normal routines and try a concert in the historic opera house if available. Our next city or country is going to highlight our side trips in Sicily. That would be Mount Etna, Tarmina, and Syracuse. Remember, our goal is to educate and inspire you to take your next adventure near or far. So what are you waiting for? Thank you for tuning in to Live Let Rome. Visit our website for more to see and read at liveletrome.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Simply search Live Let Rome. Our podcast is free wherever you listen. Be sure to subscribe. To support Live Let Rome, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Feel free to drop us an email at liveletrome at gmail.com and include your show questions, recommendations, or to share your travel adventures and we may feature you on an upcoming episode. So until next time, get out and roam.